Welcome, friends, to this week's episode of The Haunting Hour. I'll be your host, Gray. I know and realize that I'm unable to fully commit to exact days each and every show, but know that I will do my absolute best to get you guys these juicy tales of terror and urban legends as quickly as I can. Many of you know that I run a business that thrives in the summertime and, well, commandeers many of my hours. Exhausting hours. While I'd love nothing more than to give tons of my time to you fine people of the internet, unfortunately, I have bills to pay. Today, we'll be talking about the popular urban legends, the Alaska Triangle, and Mothman. Two mysteries that continue to thrive here in the good old US of A. So join me as we delve into the horrifically magic realm of these fine urban tales. The Alaska Triangle. We all find ourselves enthralled by these chilling accounts. If you thought the Bermuda Triangle had a ton of creepy occurrences, think again. Thousands of tourists, planes, and residents of the area have simply vanished into our wintry neighbor's forests. This area of mystery goes from Otkiavuk, formerly Barrow, to Anchorage and then Juneau to the south. These unforgiving lands are filled with mountains, frigid lakes, and tons of rough terrain and dense forests. While many would say that's hardly a mystery as to how thousands of people have disappeared, the real question is, why are there so many people's bodies, gear, plane wreckage, or even evidence of them ever being there vanished. One of the creepiest factors of this area is just how many people have gone missing. Considering the huge expanse of Alaska is mostly uninhabited, it's easy to dismiss it due to the harsh environment. And well, let's face it, bodies aren't that hard to disappear with animals about, but where are the bones? Where are the bones? Or where are their gear? Clothes? Vehicles? For nearly 35 years, the Triangle has claimed over 16,000 lives. That is a big number. That puts it nearly twice the nation's average of missing persons. Even more chilling is the fact that the amount of people who are never found is even higher. So the interest in the Alaska Triangle uh, came about in 1972 when there was a private aircraft that carried US House Majority Leader Hale Boggs, who basically vanished into thin air somewhere between Juneau and Anchorage. This drew national attention because it was the nation's largest search and rescue mission that included 50 civilian planes, over 40 military crafts, and scoured a search area of 
thousand square miles. And guys, they didn't find a trace of this aircraft. The search had lasted for over a month. While much of it we can all agree is easy to explain, it doesn't explain everything. Is there something more nefarious in play? Shifting land, perhaps? Holes in the ice? Hmm, bloodthirsty animals? Or is it the great mysteries beyond, with parallel universes, spirits, and aliens? The world may never know. Let's move on to the legend of Mothman. So this came to life around the late 1960s near the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Ah, now it makes sense when you spot them in Fallout 76. You know, the song pops in everyone's mind. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. Yeah, that one. At least it does mine, but eh. The first reporting of this winged beast was reported by a group of five men on November 12th. They were busy digging a grave and spotted a very peculiar creature flying past them from over the woods. They described it as a tall, shadowy, man-like creature with a huge wingspan. This tail sparked other sightings just a few days later on the 15th of November by two young couples. They described to police the same shadowy tall creature with red glowing eyes. They say it was a terrifying account of it chasing them in their cars. It also apparently happened again near Point Pleasant in an old munitions World War II site known as the TNT area. Some believed that the Mothman inhabited the area near the nuclear power plant on the outskirts of town. Could he have been the product of government testing? The area had been home to a top secret government facility. Since then, Many disappearances have occurred in the area, and several more sightings of him have come about. But perhaps the most notable story comes from the incident known as the Silver Bridge Collapse. On December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge, which it connects the US Route 35 over the Ohio River to Point Pleasant collapsed under the weight of several cars during rush hour traffic. This accident claimed the lives of 46 people in which two of them were never recovered. And while we know the incident was of course due to a faulty eye bar suspension chain and of course poor maintenance on the city's part, many people began to connect the sightings with Mothman, especially considering the sightings nearly came to a halt after that day. That is until around 1975. 
The story had kind of lost its thunder when a man by the name of John Keel wrote and published the Mothman prophecies in 1975. While his book was eclectic to say the least, it did manage to spark interest in the story again. This book later became a 2002 movie starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney, which really brought the legend of the Mothman into mainstream media. Mount Pleasant was suddenly alive with tourists from the attention. This also gave birth to the annual Mothman convention, which draws over 12,000 people per year. The town has since thrived off of the film, including the addition of a Mothman Museum and Research Center, and a 12-foot Mothman statue by the sculptor Bob Roach. While this may have begun in West Virginia, sightings have been reported all over the world with the same chilling description. Many have noted that he was there before the disaster of Chernobyl, as well as the tragedy of 9-11. From around 2011 all the way until 2017, more than 50 people reported seeing the creature in Chicago. He's actually so popular that back in 2020, a petition was signed to replace all of the Confederate Army statues with the winged phantom himself. Whether true or not, the legend of Mothman continues to stay strong in our communities. And while it can be explained away as being a large crane, in particular, a sandhill crane. So why the sandhill crane? It's known for its bright red feathers near its eyes, and it has a giant 10-foot wingspan. Sound familiar? But it's crazy. Here's the thing. The crane isn't actually native to West Virginia. However, there are a handful of the species that have flown through the area over the years. It likely explains what the people of West Virginia spotted all those years ago. Some even speculate that the cranes have mutated from the toxins that exist in the TNT area. It's more than likely the birds that were the culprit and also the combined effects of mass hysteria. It does make for an entertaining and creepy urban legend. Or maybe, just maybe, this mysterious, intelligent creature haunts our cities, warning us of tragedies to come. Alright guys, this is going to conclude our episode that all of you voted on and I thank you for joining me today and having the patience to put up with my crazy schedule. While I'm not a social media butterfly, I do try to make posts on Twitter and on my website as often as I can. Keep a lookout for my next post in which I'm going to ask all of you which East meets West style mashup you guys would like to do this coming episode. We're going to cover both American urban legends this time and maybe an Eastern culture, say China, Japan, Korea, Vietnam, 
something like that that we can explore together. So take a vote and we'll create our next episode. Thanks for joining me again. My name is Gray and I look forward to making another one for all of you. Take care and as always, pleasant dreams.